Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Bothell Amplified. Pastor Joe here. Um, It has been a chaotic and hectic week for us. (laughs) Um, Many of you know that uh, we were in uh, California, my family and I, uh, this past week, uh, celebrating my brother-in-law's wedding. And while we were there, um, all of us managed to uh, get COVID. And so we have been isolating uh, we actually drove back uh, 20 hours uh, so that we wouldn't uh, fly and, and get others uh, sick. Um, and uh, because of that, uh, I was not able to be at church uh, yesterday. Um, but uh, we are uh, so grateful for the Reverend Janelle Kurtz, uh, pastor at Snohomish United Methodist Church, uh, who was able to fill in. She uh, came through, um, she uh, uh, sent a sermon that she had recorded previously, but that really spoke to our theme of still one small thing. So uh, we drew from Galatians chapter 6. Uh, this is Rever- Reverend Janelle Kurtz of Snohomish United Methodist Church. Check out the sermon here. I remember a day in elementary school when we had one of those all-school assemblies. A couple hundred squirmy kids gathered, crammed into the gymnasium to sit cross-legged on the floor as we welcomed our guest. It was an artist that we were welcoming on this day, and he told us about his art. He showed us some of his creations, and there was an audible gasp as the kids saw, even as the adults saw, the work of art he made. He showed us these beautiful, colorful mosaics made out of pistachio shells. It was the first time I had ever heard of such a thing, and I mean about pistachio shells. That was new to me, though I'm guessing the word mosaic was probably new to me too. My young self was amazed to see these shells so small. And each one of them was designed its own beautiful work of art all by itself, and then combined into this larger, more grand, beautiful design. It was remarkable to me. At the end of that assembly, all of us were given our very own pistachio shell so that we could decorate our own. As a kid, I knew immediately what I was going to put on my shell. I would draw some variation of a happy face with a rainbow thrown in. I had never been a very good artist, but I loved to create. I loved to create things with color and happiness and joy and leave them in the world. And so I knew immediately what I would create. A few weeks later, the artist was back to unveil the mosaic that he had created out of the pistachio shells that we, the kids, had created. It stretched out through the main hallway and we were released class by class so we could examine it. And of course, so we could find our own shell to see our own contribution. I remember every day for the rest of the year, I marveled at that piece of art, uh, and that piece of art, 
And I smiled to know exactly where my mark was and to know that I had made it enthusiastically. This morning's scripture brings this memory flooding back to me. I can hear the passage that Sindel read for us and I almost imagine myself sitting still crammed on that gymnasium floor, listening to the instruction. Live creatively, friends. Take a careful exploration of who you are and the work you are called to, the work you've been given. Sink yourself into it. Don't be impressed with yourself. Don't compare yourself with others. Each of you take responsibility for doing the creative best that you can with your own life. Be very, very sure though, to make it so that you share that with others for the common good, for the shared life. Let us not grow tired of doing good. I hear this instruction and I remember what it was to sit cross-legged on that gymnasium floor, already daydreaming of what I would do with that pistachio shell. I wasn't worried that it was too small to do anything with. I wasn't worried that it wouldn't make a difference. I wasn't worried that there were far better artists than me in the world. I was just delighting in what contribution I could make to the shared creation, eager to see what masterpiece could be created with all of us together. Now I have to admit, I hear the instruction and I am not that daydreaming, eager child sitting cross-legged on the floor. I admit that sometimes now I am the adult who stumbles on the words, who comes upon, do not be weary of doing good. Sink yourself into what you can do. And I stumble. Stumble because sometimes I am weary. I stumble because I remember all the times in the past where I have been weary from time to time. I stumble over the words because from time to time seems to be more frequent, more prolonged in these recent months. Like so many of you, I know the weariness of these times, how it settles heavy into our bones, how it threatens to weigh on our spirit pulling us down wearying in the excessive way that is not so easily resolved with a good night's sleep alone. We are weary from a pandemic that rages on and leaves us varying degrees of cautious, isolated, afraid, sick. We are weary from incessant injustice around us. We are weary from our social and political climate weary from the division, from what feels so volatile, weary from waiting, weary perhaps of the outcome, weary from violence written in headlines spilled out on streets hidden, we know hidden behind closed doors. Some of us know the weariness on top of this of grief, of sickness, of disease, of pain in your own body. 
So many of us know the weariness that comes from the powerlessness in the face of so, so many things beyond our control. And so today I hear the instruction and I don't necessarily hear it like that daydreaming eager child. Instead, I hear it like the adult who stumbles upon the word weary because I am. And I don't know about you, but when I am weary, I find that I neglect my peace. And I mean that in two ways. When I am weary, I neglect my peace, my P-I-E-C-E, peace, my part in the mosaic. I neglect my pistachio shell so generously given to me. When I am weary, my perspective, friends, gets really distorted. Everything else around me seems to magnify and grow, and I shrink. And I don't mean in that healthy, faithful, humility kind of way. I mean in a sort of defeated kind of way, as if I am an ant swept up in a tsunami that rushes past, helpless, unsure of what to do. And so when I am like that, when I am weary, I may still do some good, but I tend to not see it as very much. I look upon any good I do as tiny, fragile, like a pistachio shell, never imagining the good, the difference it can make. And so, my friends, when I am weary, I find that I tend to neglect my peace. The second way I mean that is to say that when I am weary, I neglect my peace, P-E-A-C-E, peace of Christ, peace. When I am weary, I tend to put my head down and trudge on. I have always been a disciplined, dig deep, find the next gear kind of girl which leads me to the wrongful thinking that my own strength can save me. I tend then to neglect the very practices that would bring me real rest, real renewal. The slow walks alone in the fresh air with God. The silent meditations where I still my heart and mind long enough to listen. The quiet prayers and scriptures that pour out in full pages in my journal. I neglect the very practices that would restore hope and restore focus, perspective, putting things back in their rightful place. Instead, when I am weary, I rush right on. No rest for the weary. I neglect the peace Christ offers and overlook my peace of the mosaic of God's promise that I am called to. My friends, so it is. This is how I found myself the other day in the middle of the pool. Some of you remember swimming is part physical practice, part spiritual discipline for me. So it is that I found myself with my head down, my arms churning, my legs kicking, counting every lap, every stroke. When finally my weariness broke to the surface and I was forced to stop. I was tired, too tired to be proud. 
So finally, I gave up on counting. I gave up on keeping the pace. I turned onto my back and sighed as I stared up at the ceiling and floated there. Then I dove deep under the water and let myself bob in place. As I did so, tears stung my eyes through the chlorine as my weariness cried a desperate, silent prayer to God. Where are you, O oh God? Where in our world are you? I am so tired, so tired of getting quick glimpses of you only to have something else get in the way, something eclipse your presence. The fear, the anxiety, the news, the pandemic, the election, the loneliness, the burnout, the violence, the prayer requests of beloved saints that just keep coming. I'm weary, oh God, so many are so weary. Where are you, oh God? As I let myself sink into the water, I was overcome with the sense of God's response. I am right here right here in the water, embracing you as you finally surrender. Stop running on. I bobbed to the surface to get a fresh breath and then dove right back, sinking into God's embrace known in the water. And all the while, the words of our scripture echoed in my mind. Take a careful exploration of who you are and the work you have been given and sink. Sink yourself into it. Do not be weary of doing good. After that swim, nothing was different in my world. And yet, everything seemed different in my world. In my weariness, I had traded the peace that God offers for the hurried anxiety of my own strength. I had sunk myself into the wrong thing right up until that moment when I surrendered myself and sunk into God's presence, in this case, so literally. I found rest in Christ's invitation. Come, all you who are weary, I will give you rest. I found rest. I found renewal in the Holy Spirit who never tires, the one who raises us up again to soar on eagles' wings. When I was done with my swim, I threw off my goggles and found that my sight was restored. My perspective no longer so distorted. I could look beyond the small things and see them as nothing but a pistachio shell that could be broken easily underfoot, swept aside, neglected, discarded. Instead, I looked and I saw, I saw the days God has given to me and wondered how God, the great artist, was at work arranging and rearranging them into the masterpiece of God's promise for you, for me, for the whole of creation of hope 
I looked out and I saw hope stretched out on a canvas of one small, beautiful pistachio shell at a time. I saw again through a child's daydreaming, hopeful, eager eyes. Do not grow weary of doing good does not mean, my friends, that we will not grow weary from time to time. But rather, it is an invitation that when we do to surrender ourselves to the Holy Spirit, to the one who from the very beginning has been able to bring forth life out of the deepest, darkest waters of chaos and nothingness. Remember, that is how the good news of God begins in our world. Surrender ourselves to the one who hovers over the depths of darkness and chaos. Surrender ourselves to the one who rends the divide between heaven and earth to bring them together in witness to the kingdom of God that is yet coming. Surrender not to the fatigue and the despair and the distortion of the myriad ways the world is not yet as it will be. Instead, surrender to the one who never wearies. Sink yourself into the work that the one calls you and empowers you to do. See your life again each day, moment by moment, through the eyes of an eager, daydreaming child looking at a blank canvas in hand, knowing the difference a happy face and a rainbow can make, even if not drawn very well. Because, my friends, the truth is that no act of goodness is too small in the world. No act of compassion is wasted. No connection is made in vain. There is no love that does not ripple on in the hearts of those who receive it. We remember the story that is told from time to time of a beach covered in thousands of starfish and a man walking along picks them up one by one and throws them back to the sea. Someone else walks by and sees this as foolish. They see only the distortion of the beach filled. And they say, why do you bother? What difference does that make among so many? And that first man reaches down, picks up another starfish, throws it into the sea and replies, made a difference to that one. My friends, no matter what the world tells us, no matter what our weary internal voices whisper in our hearts in the darkness, know this. Know that hope in the face of despair still matters. Justice in the face of injustice still matters. Goodness in the face of apathy, creativity in the face of the mundane, healing, listening, showing up in love to one another, these still matter. They make a difference, every one of them, no matter how small, even, even when they seem as small as a pistachio. If one artist in one elementary school can make so much out of so little, Imagine 
the masterpiece God, the great artist can create out of our every generous act of goodness in the world. The question, my friends, is what will you do with the pistachio shell of your days that God has given you? In the words of our scripture, I pray that you will sink yourself into it. Never tiring of doing good, surrender to the Holy Spirit who never wearies. So that together we might find that there is a harvest of a good crop in its season that we enjoy. That is, as our scripture says, if we don't give up or quit, so, my dear ones, let us take every chance we get to work for the benefit of all, beginning with those closest to us in the faith community. In all our weariness, surrender to God that we might once more see through the daydreaming, eager eyes of every child of God longing to make a mark in the world. Amen. All right, a huge, huge, huge thank you to my dear friend and colleague Janelle Kurtz. Uh, thank you for uh, just coming in so last minute and uh, bringing a timely message uh, that is so related to our 2022 theme, One Small Thing. Um, next week, we're going to finish up this series, Still One Small Thing. Uh, we'll turn to Nehemiah and look at how uh, Nehemiah spoke out and continued being consistent in the ways he was called. Um, and then we'll come back to visit this theme again uh, at the end of the year um, so that we can really uh, wrap up our 2022 uh, theme um, and really empower each one of us and encourage each one of us to do that one small thing uh, to transform the world. I hope you all are staying healthy, and I will talk to you soon.